This is a special presentation of the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. Welcome. So serious. Wow. That was like a tornado warning. (laughs) Do you think I'm messing around this week, guys? I know Mike is not. He's got a NASA launch pad plan in front of him right now. Yeah, dude, I'm ready, man. This is this is it. This is this is why we why we play the game. So Herm would say. I, I only think of you like Russell Crowe from A Beautiful Mind now. Just <laughs> numbers whizzing around. Luke's got a new haircut. He looks 100% more athletic. Yeah, I went into the barber today and he said the usual. And I said, yeah. And I think he knew that it was March. This is March, which keeps being <laughs> tweeted and thrown around in quotation right. marks. And he said, you know what? Uh, I'm going to shear this man because mm. he needs to be in fight club mode. For this upcoming weekend. You right. do kind of look like it. an MMA fighter. You have that like yeah. short on the sides, you know, a little longer on top, but still yeah. pretty close. I'm like yeah. Ed Norton after he's been in the house for a month. Right. Yeah. None it's of a good these, look. I think you look None good. of these are compliments. At this, <laughs> uh, like, but uh, that's fine. That's fine. No, I, I came here to talk about Luke's hair. Yeah, let's no. keep going. I, what I like a, is that we, <laughs> none of us have really had any contact the last two days. Yeah. So Or sleep. I feel like we've, we've been in a... You know, in different parts, and we're coming back together for the council. I like that. So I'm interested to hear what the three of you have to say because I really have no idea what you're going to say. Yeah. So let's begin. Are we going to? We just going to dive right into it? Yes. So, the ACC got three number one seeds. Is it the first time ever? Second time ever. Second time. Well, the first time the league itself has had three number ones. I mean, the Big East had it in '09. Is that right? Yes. That's the only other time. That's right. Wow. And that year, the the other one seed was UNC. North Carolina won the title. And they got the one, the two, and the three. So it wasn't really even a question. Gonzaga, the fourth one seed. So I think that was significant. Wow. So Duke, number one overall. I mean, in in the circle of suck that is the ACC, you know, Duke greater than Virginia, Virginia greater than North Carolina, North Carolina formerly greater than Duke. Um, I guess overall, is Duke your number one overall seed? I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. So what what about Pep Peeves is griping relentlessly about teams who are robbed, you know, the day after or so so and so is underseated. I mean, people have enough access to that. Just, you know, turn on the tube. You know, turn on any kind of podcast. So let's not linger there. But I do want to give Taylor about was, thirty seconds on NC State. I was he deserves say- it. That's funny because one of my pet peeves is that NC State was left out of the tournament. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> um, Should we cue the robbed. music for this? They were robbed. They were robbed. <laughs> yeah, Taylor, go ahead. Right, you get job. a couple of seconds. No, I mean, I'm just super disappointed. I feel like the committee just decided to make an example of NC State for their non-conference strength of schedule. I don't mm-hmm. think you could honestly make a credible argument that they're not deserving of like talent-wise or how good they are to be in. It's yeah. just it's all I mean, about making an example. They were made Arizona an example of. Arizona State is in the yeah. field. Let's be real here. I mean, <laughs> there is no way Arizona State should be in the field yeah, and I, NC I State is not. I, I think Clemson deservedly left out. That's fine. I'm disappointed, you know. So that's it. Yeah. The, the SoCon yeah. didn't I'm not angry. I, I'm just disappointed. I'm, I'm just drained. I don't know what to say. The tournament's <laughs> over for me now. The give, SoCon, give me Lipscomb over that NC State garbage. Yeah. When I, Lipscomb was left out. Come on. UNCG was on the doorstep. They were the the 69th team. Oh, were yeah, they? Yeah, they though? said they would nice. be the next one. Oh. So That's got to be kind of painful. Prediction, but yeah, NC quite. State wasn't even on the list of like next four out. Yeah. So it was like, 
you know, well, well they had this weird then, thing. Yeah, they had this close. weird thing where they weren't that good. Um, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably contributed it's, to it. It's one weird Same. trick will shock you. Yeah, yeah. I agree one hundred percent. Well, that's enough venting. We we did yeah. our concise venting. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, to find other venting outlets, just go to the national media, who I do not care for their opinion right, right now at all. They have not been locked in. And that's one thing. Yes, we do extra research this week, right, boys? But I feel like the entire year is, you know, it's body of work, right? Yes, I that's already, right. I, I have things in my head. I know about these teams. It, yeah, so. Yeah, the games I watched in November matter. They do. Okay. <laughs> so. I question everything on like an hourly basis. Right. I revise my worldview every Don't hour. Don't ever think so. things. Yeah. Well, it's probably a healthy mindset. It's, I think. Oh, it's great. Still Maybe not in college me. basketball. Yeah. yeah. So now the bracket is out. And wait, let me get this straight. Luke, will this be your first ever NCAA opening weekend in a sports book? Yes. Wow. So this is this is a big moment for you. So... May, may I give you a little bit of advice? I want to tell you like a, like a gentleman told me once. May, may I give you a piece of advice? I'm all ears. Okay. Um, so my, my dear friend, my dear friend Gordon, <laughs> uh, the first time I went to Las Vegas, he pulled me aside. He's, he's my Yoda. He pulled me aside and he said, Jaffe, you look at me. This is a marathon, not a sprint. I would agree. Okay. You need to, you need to brace yourself. These are, you're going to see 64 teams just going at it, single elimination, okay? 48 games over a weekend, okay? There's going to be heart and soul, you know, in each of these games. So you have to be ready to go to battle with them as you're watching these in the sports book, okay? So, Luke, I want to give you that piece of advice. So don't get, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Okay, you got to be steady Eddie, okay? Don't, don't be the madness, okay? See the madness, okay? Understand it. Counterpoint. Yes, Embrace I have a counterpoint it. as well. Ride it out. I know. Get high, get low. I'm Just also enjoying. really not. Don't a, get high. That's a huge mistake. And always bet the overs when the ACC is involved. Possibly. Uh, well, I don't know. Emotionally, after the first game, you feel drained, like it's over and you can't take it anymore. That's a good feeling. That's a big mistake. I also believe that basketball is a game of runs. Taylor's favorite quote. That's right. I also think that you can get on a run at a sports book mm-hmm. and you can ride it. Yes. Ride the moment, ride the pride. So I loved the energy we had early on with the three-game parlay in our first trip back in December. That was the highlight of my trip. I'm really not you know, trying to get my retirement funds in order this week. <laughs> I'm trying to have fun, trying right. to do well, trying to be smart, but I'm also trying to have fun. So right. I don't know if I'm going to be Spock over there like you were. Okay. So, Just... Oh, I'd love to retire after this weekend. That's my goal. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's let's do like a a big old parlay yeah. to start it off. No, that's a great way. Yeah. That's a great way to get it and going. Then I might just gamer. I might just stop then, you know. Mm-hmm. Just hit a ten game parlay and just walk away. Just hit the Seems first like a round. Move. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be three bloody Marys deep eight minutes into the first game and I'm gonna be useless for the rest of the day. I wanna be that's next to Taylor. Be that sounds like a great place to be. <laughs> I re- I would have reserved a seat at our table, which we do have reserved. Thank you, Mike. Yes, we do. Yes. Randy, thank you for taking care of us. And I want to make sure I'm sitting next to Taylor. Mm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That buddy system. That's good. Yeah, buddy I, system. I'm not talking to any of you guys. I know. Yeah, I'm locked in. I honestly don't care what happens to you. I'm, do, I'm doing a lot of precautions, setting everything up. I'm creating my own padded room, you know, pretty much, you know, just figuratively um, and physically. Um, and then, you know, once we get there, 
you know, enjoy yourselves because I'm, I'm, I'm in it. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it though. This is, I, I enjoy participating right now. I that's really sure. hope you have a little bit more stamina than last trip though. That's my only <laughs> knock against you getting sleepy for the pac 12 finale. Was a little uh, bit disappointing, but you know I'm not going to hold it yeah, against you. Let's go into the oh, let's go into the regions. It's time, boys. Yeah. All right. So where we're we going to start? East, where everyone else begins. Top mm. left portion. The number one overall seed, Duke. Who are they playing? Looks like they're going to play the winner know. of NC Central and uh, North Dakota State. Oh, I like North Dakota State to see them, but I don't really yep. think it matters. Yep, doesn't matter. Um, North Dakota State's good at football. I think NC Central's been to this game in Dayton like a million times, and I don't think they've won it once. So who cares? They're not going to beat Duke. So. I will pick <laughs> NC Central to lose to Duke. All right, yeah. there you go. A bold choice. Bold prediction. In the Durham special, mm. which everybody's looking forward to. So yeah. what's right. the next game in that bracket? And just to mention this as a programming note, we are going to do a separate episode, which is going to pay special attention to futures for ACC teams, the pathways. So don't worry. We're going to get to Duke's prospects to make the final four, to win the region, you know, to get to the title game, to win it all. That'll yeah. come up in part two of our Yeah, I see. Series. That's the one that I lean more towards. I'm thinking to myself, these guys, you know, I, I'm going to give my picks for this weekend, which I'm heavily invested in, but... You know, I'm more interested in where the ACC teams are going to go long term. So I'm glad we're going to get to that. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Let's continue. All right. So who you got next? UCF VCU? The 8-9 matchup. Ooh. It's it's the battle of the big boys. UCF VCU. Mm -hmm. Right? To, to me, a big question in this is, is Marcus Evans, will he play no. for VCU? I do not believe he will. Yeah. He's going to be out. I think he's, he's done. Out. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And that immediately makes me want to take UCF. Mm. They've lost. VCU loses uh, their highest usage player. Um, you know, probably their most one of their second most efficient offensive player. It's mm -hmm. a big loss. Mm -hmm. I think people are undervaluing UCF a little bit. You know, I think that they had a little bit of a heater um, going in and obviously winning at Houston. Yeah, I'd like them to come in and be VCU. VCU outside of Syracuse might be the worst shooting team in America that made the tournament. Um, so, you know, I just, I, I can't rely on that come tournament time. Plus who doesn't want to see taco fall win a game. in the Yeah. NCAA I would tournament? love to see taco fall against Duke. That's, that's really what I, that's what I want to see. Most <laughs> you want to see Zion dunk on taco fall. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. <laughs> you know, so I could forget about when he just absolutely destroyed uh, Jay Huff. Right. <laughs> um, that would be that would be just This wonderful. could be this could be Zion's Sean Bradley moment where he like jumps over Taco Fall's head and dunks on him. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I would I would pay to see that. Yeah. He probably will. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, <laughs> with a friendly wager. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pull a Shashevsky here and say, I could care less about dunking over people in this tournament. I care about buckets, okay? Oh, wow. I'm going to be the old man right now. That's uh, I'm, gonna be, I'm pulling the Shashevsky card out. Can we stop rating dunks? I mean, what the hell? So <laughs> I care about dunks. Okay. Dunks matter to me. They get you hype, you know? You watch a game on spider cam, dunks matter, okay? Oh, oh, okay. So um, we do have the line. It's it's actually moved a bit. It opened at VCU minus one, and now it's either a pick em or UCF as mm -hmm. the favorite by one. Yeah, I imagine that's the injury news leaking out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people realizing yeah. that that Evans is is not going to play. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I I do like UCF here. 
Uh, I think they've had a, an unbelievable season. B.J. Taylor's been terrific. Aubrey Dawkins, and of course, Taco Fall. Um, I think the size is going to be too much for VCU. Both both very good defensive teams. Uh, you know, both like to slow it down a lot. I could see the under being a play here, but I like UCF to advance. Let's also mention that this is a Friday game. Ooh. This is a Friday 9.40 p.m. tip-off between UCF and VCU, and VCU... Currently a one-point favorite. Could be a pick em. So, Taylor, where do you stand? I kind of want to take VCU just as a, you know, homer. I want to root for him. Uh, I think UCF is probably a much better pick here. I actually question how much Taco Fall is going to play because if you're thinking VCU, what they're going to do, they're going to force a lot of turnovers. Taco Fall is kind of a liability in the open court. Mm. You don't want like a 7-6 guy dribbling at three-quarters court or something half court. So he already has a pretty high turnover rate. If you, on the other hand, UCF, holds onto the ball pretty well, and B.J. Taylor, Aubrey Dawkins, the guys who they want the ball in their hands, are hold onto the ball really well. Don't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take UCF here. Okay. So is that four for UCF? No, I'm going to go VCU, and okay, I'll tell you good, why. Good. What about angles this year? you got to have a story every single season. Mm-hmm. I tell that to you guys on a yearly basis. Mm-hmm. My story this year is to... Don't short the teams who had really long winning streaks and flamed out in their conference tournaments. So, I I mean, Wofford is a team who had a really long winning streak. They won their tournament, so I'm including them. I'm lumping them in. <laughs> okay. But, so, I you're mean, just teams with long winning streaks. <laughs> yeah. But forget about the conference tournament. So, Belmont okay. applies. Okay. They apply to this theory. VCU applies to the theory as well. Mm-hmm. Let's think about other teams who went on really, really good January, February, March runs. I think mm. New Mexico State probably fits mm-hmm. in there somewhere. That's another one. UCF also went on a pretty good run and then that lost is true. to Memphis. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so That's a good point. <laughs> probably why it's a pick. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. No, stick with VCU. We can't all four yeah, pick yeah, yeah. UCF. I, I, I with VCU. Because then be I'm going to have to bet game. on VCU. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you ready for the next game? This will be fun to do this 64 times ever. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can sense you're so We are one thirty seconds away there. Mississippi State and Liberty, the 5-12. Oh, man. So a lot of people like Liberty in this matchup. Mm. Um, you know, it's the, you know everybody loves the 5-12, blah, blah, blah. But, and um, everyone's bringing up the Witherspoon angle. Yeah, you repeatedly. mean Nick Witherspoon being out? Yes. Yeah, so he's still going to be suspended for this game, correct? Suspended indefinitely, Um, Nick Weatherspoon. Um, So, you know, Liberty, uh, a team that plays primarily through the post through Scotty James, the Bradley transfer, they could really use him against Michigan State. Um, Anyways, you know, a slow and deliberate team, you know, a team that um, relies on the inside-out game. They don't shoot the three particularly well. But you know what, man? I, I like Mississippi State here. They remind me of Arkansas last year. They're... They're a guard-reliant team. Lamar Peters, I think, is is an incredible scoring guard. I think I think they put you know I think they put Liberty in too much pick and roll action, and I don't see Scotty James being able to keep up. I think I think Mississippi State has yeah, athletic bigs that are able to do things offensively. Um, you know, I just I just don't like them in this matchup. I do like Liberty overall, but but not here. But the bet here, I think, is the under. The game is going to be so slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, Mississippi State runs a Princeton-style offense. It's essentially running like a three-man weave at the top of the key uh, with their three guards. Um, anyways, I, I like 
I like Mississippi State, but not by much. And the Liberty offense is one of the slowest in the country. Yeah, it's like just... 346th yeah, slowest in the country. It, you yeah. know, yeah. former assistant coach of uh, under Tony Bennett, and now the head coach at Liberty. Um, so Richie McKay. Richie McKay, thank you. you um, so, you know, yeah, Richie McKay, Ben Howland matchup, yeah, bet the under. Okay, this game is going to be like first one to 50. Guthrie, what's the line here? So the line, um, the line for this one, Mississippi State is almost ready. There are seven, seven point favorites. Or seven. Yeah, seven yeah. point favorites. Seven See, point yeah, favorites. if that's a faster pace, that's and, probably 12. Uh, yeah, the line is, for total points, 136 and a half. Oh, I think that's you, too high. That's way too high. That's too you high. Hammer, you hammer the under here. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Te- both teams love to slow it down. Both teams don't get to the foul line at incredible rates. Great recipe for an under to cash. Ooh, man. Way too high. Yeah. I despite the Weatherspoon uh suspension, I still will take Mississippi State um to cover, even with seven points, even with the slow pace. I just think I think they're one of the best teams that's not, you know, a one or two seed in the, really? in the tournament. I think they're really sneaky good and people kind of overlook them. The offense is super efficient. I think the defense is it's not their strength. Um, but I think they're going to yeah. get on the glass and get tons of offensive rebounds against Liberty. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I like them to cover the seven points here. I, I also like them to cover for for those reasons. I think they have they have tremendous size compared to a team like Liberty. Um, and, and I really like the fact that their offense is the highest it's been in forever, maybe since Ben Helen's been there. Uh, I feel like normally... He's known as a defensive-minded coach, mm-hmm. loves to slow it down, grind out games, which is still kind of true, but they just have they have better athletes this year and better shooters. Yeah, and Liberty, like Scotty James is, if you look at the numbers, he's the most, he's the best player on paper in terms mm-hmm. of stats. And I think he is really good, but I just think Mississippi State has more talent. Like If Mississippi State can keep Scotty James off of the offensive glass, then they're going to win by... Easy, easy cover. I and they think. have Mike, had trouble. They're not a good defensive it. rebounding team, but yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna take Liberty to cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know. Game, game's too slow. I think that you know, you look at Liberty, they are slow and deliberate. But um, you know, Scotty James may be a six eight, two hundred and forty pound white dude that has about a twelve and a half inch vertical. But he went toe to toe with Jesse Govan with Georgia uh, Georgetown, who I think is one of the more talented big men in the country. I don't think he'll have a problem going one on one in the post against Mississippi State, despite Mississippi State being some of the best post defenders in the country. I mean, the the question is, how how great is Eric Holman going to be for Mississippi State? I think he's an awesome athletic big man. Um, but yeah, I, I still like him to cover. It's just too slow. The game's just yeah. too slow. I'm with Mike. And if Witherspoon was playing in this game, I would go the other direction. But I think that's just enough of a tilt to put me on liberty here. And another team who's been playing good basketball, what if they won five in a row, I believe. And they're, they're unafraid. Um Everybody in the world loved Lipscomb. Everybody was, you know, bowing down to the Lipscomb altar, and uh, Liberty said, "No, we're taking this." We're <laughs> they just said, win. "Not today." No, not today. Plus, you don't think that uh, Falwell brothers aren't going to put some uh, put some cash in those refs' pocket, turn the tide and a little do you bit. Have, do you have any clue how many Liberty fans are going to be at this game? <laughs> yeah, they're going to be everywhere. It's going to be a tremendous Liberty crowd. Yeah, and I'm I'm from That's Lynchburg. I'm yeah, from yeah, Lynchburg, Virginia, so I I think by. Hey, can I tell you something? In San Jose, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah. don't think they can get out there? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how much tuition costs at Liberty? It is outrageous. They will find the money. Trust me. <laughs> there certainly won't be anyone from Mississippi okay. out there. Right. Mississippi is the worst state in the union. Yeah, oh. Liberty also has more <laughs> wow. money. Wow. Two tournament teams They have more money than, I don't know, practically disrespect like that. anybody. <laughs> the university will find a way to like get plane tickets and buses. They will do so. Trust me. They have a war chest. All right, next game in the East region. Oh, okay. I'll just take the floor. I'm going to be the point guard tonight, all right? I'm just going to dish out. Taylor's yes. the center. Guthrie's either the pick and pop four or the three, and Mike's the two guard, okay? Oh. That's how we do it. Taylor doesn't even play. <laughs> My cue to say, I can guard all five positions. Yeah. It's like, yeah, three every, and D Pilkington. Every now and then we dump it in and he get, does a little uh, hook shot. You know, he's got his post moves. So, we, we, you know, it's valuable. Certainly yeah. valuable. I'm the podcast equivalent of Jesse Govan. Yeah, that's Coached right. by Patrick Ewing. All right. All Virginia right, so, Tech and St. Louis, a game I oh really cannot wait to watch. I am so Are you excited serious? For this. Yeah. You dude, don't want to watch this? Dude, this is going to be the worst game. What? <laughs> it's going to be so bad. Tech is going to absolutely destroy the It is going to be so slow. Yeah. Virginia Tech, yeah. St. Louis. I mean, St. Louis, I, I, I misspoke earlier. VCU is not the worst shooting team in America. St. Louis is. St. Louis <laughs> is so bad. This, so this bad. line is way... The reason I'm so interested is because I think this is so tasty. Yeah, it's just nine. to say it again, and, and so we could, and so we can let everyone line? know. Like uh, ten. It's, it's, ten, it's between ten and ten and a half, depending on the book. You have so to, first you have of all, first things first. That's, Justin Robinson will he play. He's back. Yes, he Huge. will play in the he's game. He's back. Um, so you know how effective it'll be. How many minutes? I see him around twenty minutes. You know, but still, it alleviates uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, allows him to work off ball more. Um, you know, it'll just be great. It'll be interesting to see how they adjust. I mean, St. Louis is a great defensive team. Yeah, they, um, they held Bobby McKillop's team to 41 points, like mm. that. What was it, 44 in the Davidson game? 47. Yeah. I was going to say 47, yeah. but I, I don't have it 44. in front of me. Um, wow, it's pretty. So, pretty what, wild. what, Luke? What makes you excited to watch it outside of all it just you envisioning rolling around Dollar with Benjamins? That's yeah. really what it is. Yeah, I, no, I want to see Justin Robinson play again and with this tech team, and I think they've become undervalued. And you know they they played well at the end of the season. I mean they they took. I know they didn't get over the hump against Florida State on two occasions, but I think if you have him in the lineup, um, just a bonus just mm-hmm. pushes him up a notch. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. even if he's a little bit rusty. I mean, he's going to handle the ball. If his three-point shot's off, it's okay. He can still affect the game in the other ways. Right, right. And I think I agree St. Louis is built on defense, and even though their defense is really good, I think Virginia Tech, their offense is good. They're going to find a way to score the ball. The thing that I focus on is St. Louis offense, like you noted, they can't shoot. They rely on offensive rebounding, which they are very good at, and getting to the line to score their points. That's They need those two things. Virginia Tech doesn't really foul, and they're not a great offensive rebounding team. Um, you but mean I defensive rebounding? Defensive rebounding, yeah. sorry. But I wonder how many points can St. Louis really get off that? Exactly. And they're such I don't know. I, convince me. I just, a good team at this swarm defense that they've created. It's, it's not quite a pack. It's like we're going to... You know, throw out a flare of like three defensive players to cut off an alleyway, and I think that's going to be tremendously it's effective St. against St. Louis. I mean, kind of has turnover problems occasionally. I, I just think there's nothing like Virginia Tech's defense, which um, you know credit the buzz for being the architect of that. Yeah, I mean, it's just not even it's not even close to me. I mean, the only reason you would even consider going against Virginia Tech here is because it is going to be so slow. I mean, the game is going to be so slow, mm-hmm. but. 
Virginia Tech has them outclassed across the board. Virginia yep. Tech is a borderline Final Four team. And St. Louis should not be in the tournament. I mean, they don't have a single player on their team Preach. that shoots over 50% from two. They don't have a single Ugh. player on their team that shoots over 33% from three. I mean... This is a team that is terrible. This is. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, have yeah. you seen Hassan French play? I mean, yeah. you know, like, he, I, is, so, he reminds me of myself, and that is not a compliment. And the A-10 is horrible. Yeah. I think the A-10, the A-10 is, A-10 is so not bad. very good. A-10 had a very disappointing year. I Were you going to say love, something, Guthrie? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say <laughs> preach one more time because uh, I could not agree with you more. This is of, of like, Pretty much any game, I think, in the East in the first round, this is a lock to me. This is my lock as well for the East region this, in round one. This wow. this is a win way, or cover the, the spread. The cover, cover, okay, for sure. Taylor, I'm just we're talking, time we're talking at uh, this table. Just making sure this is ATS land. It seems a lot of, like a lot of points, especially in a slow paced game. Right. So I just I I'm really having a hard time seeing how St. Louis is going to score against Virginia Tech's defense. Hassan French is, is I think Blackshear is, is going to be able to guard him. He's not going to get into foul trouble. I mean, it, like, how are they going to score? I don't, I don't even know. They cannot shoot. I don't know. Like, they're going to turn the ball over. Virginia Tech's going to get down in transition. I have no idea. It's going it's, to be like it, the NC State game all over again. That's it's going to be slaughter. Gonna be like. One last angle, okay? When it's a team's final game of the season, they tend to just try to prolong it. They want to stay oh, yeah. around on the court for forever. St. Louis will foul all the way until the buzzer. Yeah. Virginia Tech will knock down lots of free throws, and that's why I think they cover this game. I don't oh, care yeah. about the pace. I mean, they could be up by six with, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds left. They're still going to shoot like six more free throws, at least. Hmm. Like, ha- Leonard Hamilton is like coaching the, uh, okay. the Billikens. Yeah, the, over, the total points is 126. Uh, the over might be a play here, depending on how highly you value Virginia Tech's ability to get out transition to light score. it up yeah, yeah. i think yeah. it's the second lowest total of the opening weekend i think just behind oregon um oregon wisconsin. wisconsin's 118 yes <laughs> yeah anyways so we'll get we to all that on tech later. here uh and also yeah you I'm, have on, those, I'm on tech some of those game. you know sure. little guy cinderella story coaches you know they they just want to do the fight to the end we're going to call a timeout with one second left even though we're down by 15 i just see it as one of those finishes so okay we got to get on we'd love tech here Guthrie and I have it as our lock of the East. You two are on it as well. Yeah, I'm what, on could, it. what could possibly go wrong? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, we have, this should be just signaling red, red, big red letters. Yeah, okay. hammer the bill. Yeah, you, so, you're not going to be able to find a single person in Vegas to take St. Louis. So <laughs> yeah. take them immediately. <laughs> All right, that that is going to be my most relaxing experience. This is my favorite. Um, round one matchup of the East region. It's Maryland against hopefully the Belmont Bears. Ooh. So mm. are you, we want to pick it as though Belmont is playing? I mean, when when, is, when do they play Temple? That's today? Uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Well, okay. we're recording this on a Monday night, so. Okay. Oh, Everybody's rooting for Belmont today. to win that game. Yeah, nobody wants they to are see Temple. The darling again. Like, I feel bad for Temple Cotter because <laughs> ev- everyone wants them to lose. Right, right. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I could talk a little bit about Maryland and the struggles that they've had. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I think that they were trending in the right direction in the Big Ten, a Big Ten that has, has shown its strength a bit. I think that, you know, one one area where they've slipped up has been, um, you know, with Anthony Cowan. You know, I think Anthony Cowan is, in order for them to make a run in the tournament, 
He has to play well and he has to score the basketball efficiently. He's been having a down month. Um, that being said, they can still work through Bruno Fernando and Jalen Smith down low. They're Absolutely. still they still have size, you know, to be able to take out a team like Belmont. Um, I the biggest kind of factor here for me is uh, you know Daryl Morsell. All right, Daryl Morsell is a elite elite defender, um, and his matchup against. Um, Dylan Windler from Belmont. I'm assuming it's Belmont. You know that that is a concern for me if I'm if I'm cheering for Belmont. I think he has the ability to shut Dylan Windler down. And how how healthy will Nick uh, Mashinsky be? I, he's expected to play the freshman uh, freshman center for Belmont. So. Yeah, he like rolled his ankle. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's those are kind of the two big questions uh, for me. For if you're, I don't know if anybody will be cheering for. <laughs> Belmont more than me. Um, I definitely want them to win the game, and I, I think they can. But you know, those are my two questions. Um, but Luke, I know you're a big Belmont guy. I mean, what what do you like? What do, what do you like about the matchup? Well, what I like about Belmont is they have something in their arsenal that very few teams in college basketball have now, which is running back cuts. I don't think teams see as many back cuts in 2019 as we're, we've seen. Pay- in previous generations. Mm. And I, I don't know if Maryland's going to be quite ready for all of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's the one team in the Big Ten who does similar motion? Maybe Michigan at, during select seasons over the course of the last five years, but I just don't – it's a it's a look that's unusual, and I don't think they're quite going to be ready for it. And I think Belmont's sneaky quick on these baseline cuts, and I think they're going to have a lot of um, activity. I think they're going to have a lot of success, and I think if a few threes start going in, Maryland's going to choke. And I, I also like coaching, and I do believe um, that Rick Bird's a better coach than Mark Turgeon. So those are my cases for Belmont to cover. Good good clash of styles here in that Belmont plays really fast, both on the offensive end and then even on the defensive end where they are just very bad. There's no way around it. They're not a good defensive team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Maryland plays pretty slow, especially their offense will slow it down. So I'm interested. I think maybe that can, if you're looking for a reason to take Maryland, they can get Belmont out of that rhythm, slow the game down. You know, the slower it is, the better. Mm-hmm. The slower the game is, the better it is for Maryland. Uh, yeah. Do we have an idea of what the projected line might be? We're all talking as if it would be Belmont and 11 not 11 and uh, a half, right? No, you think it'll be... I, I would assume uh, it'd be so, somewhere around 6. Yeah. Uh, so Vegas I Insider he, has six, it six, at six, minus 5. If oh, Belmont, yeah. I mean, it's totally dependent on what happens. Hmm. We're talking as if Belmont has this like locked up. Yeah, we and, haven't even talked about Temple. Yeah, uh, this is this might be Fran Dunphy's last game. Like oh he's, yeah, he's, that's he's a big, retiring. big motivating factor. Um, so I, a you key know, w- in the Philadelphia basketball scene. A key yeah, figure. absolutely, yeah. absolutely, a legend, mm. legend Dunphy. But <laughs> Belmont is a three-point favorite against Temple. I have to say, I do like Belmont here. They are not. They're not a good offensive team. They're a great offensive team. <laughs> <laughs> but they are. They are pretty. Black of Days goal defensively. So I think it's going to be a very high scoring game against Temple, but they're going to advance. I also like them against Maryland for some of the reasons that you guys were talking about. If it's over seven, I, I, I really like Belmont. If it's yeah. five, like you're saying, eh, I don't Belmont know. is a darling. You're going to get some public money coming in on Belmont. I for think. sure. If, yeah. Especially if they win big against Temple or if they have a convincing win. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, you're going to have you money. Might... You're going to have money line Belmont from me all weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, I'm gonna be asking Randy for props for what, what can I get for uh, you know Belmont in the Sweet 16. You're gonna see, you're gonna hear that come from my mouth. I, I am, I am concerned. <laughs> I am concerned for Belmont on the glass 
dealing with the likes of Fernando mm. and um, whatever the other guy's name is, uh, Smith, Jalen Smith. Yeah, Jalen Smith. Uh, that is that is very concerning to me. Excellent um, defensive team rebounders, though. Mm-hmm. 20th in the country. All right, Mike, let's hear it. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm going Belmont money line. Uh, you'll see him in the second weekend. All right. All right. There it is. Let's That's go Bears. No Lovely. doubt. LSU Yale. LSU Yale. Guys, what are the most who the who keeps talking about Yale? God, is Yale that good? People who have not been locked into college basketball I mean, all season long. I mean, I think everyone in our I don't know category knows that Yale's a little bit of a fraud. I don't know. I believe in Gus Kearns, and Gus Kearns came on this podcast and said, "Watch Yale." So that's the only thing that's holding me back. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like Oni. You know, I mean, I he mm-hmm. is an NBA level player, but. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys see? I LSU was a Final Four team like two weeks ago. What's the line right now for this game? The line, LSU is a favorite. It's, it's too low. Uh, I think people are expecting like seven. seven and a half. I think I'm, people are I'm expecting that because with Will Wade out, LSU's kind of falling apart. And, I mean, it's true they are definitely not playing the way they were before all this stuff came down. And so they're they're factoring that into their decisions. I mean, I'm high. On, I've been high on the SEC all season long behind the ACC. So, I just think the, co- the competition they were playing was, you know, fairly difficult, and they did win the league. Let's not forget that body of work. I also hated the way Yale played against Duke, which was just a physical team who got to the rim, got on the glass. I mean, they're just easy layups. I'm, layups is my key word. That's why I like LSU. Hmm. Guthrie, who do you like? I trust you. Oh man, you. I. I want to take Yale so badly. This I do is, too. This, I'm, it I'm makes just so much sense. It makes so much sense. I just, I just, I don't buy. I don't buy it happening in this in this particular game against a team like LSU that is just just tremendous athletes can just absolutely hammer the glass. And I I don't think Yale is, is that good defensively. Oh, they're like, horrible. They're not. Yeah, yeah. No, so I don't, not. I don't see, I don't see how they're going to be able to prevent LSU from scoring on their first attempt, let alone their second attempt, mm. let alone the third attempt. LSU is athletic enough to defend the rim. Yale's a decent shooting team, but I, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I mean, let it. me let me help you make the case for Yale because I know you really okay. want to take them. Right. Okay. So the guy that replaced Will Wade named Tony Benford. Okay. Okay. He was recently a head coach up until 2016 uh, with North Texas. All right, these were this was his coaching records. All right, he went took over a team that was I think 16 and six. They went 14 and seven, 12 and 20, eight and 22. Something tells mm. me old Tony Tony Benford might not be the best coach. Okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> might, a great point. Might not be the best coach on the floor. I like that. Angle. Now Javante Smart is back for LSU. He did play in the first round of the SEC tournament. Um, they did not get the win there. So, you know, maybe Will Wade's a bigger factor than I thought. Um, and maybe, or maybe Tony Benford's worse than I thought. Um, mm. So if, if you're going to go Yale and you're going to kind of, you know, go away from LSU with everything that's going on there, I still think that with everything that happened in the offseason for LSU, I don't, not like this, as they would say in the Matrix. Not like this. Mm. They're not going out. Not today. And, no, and not Twitch today. chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but anyways um. so let's recap I am taking LSU Guthrie are you going to go with Yale I'm going to take I'm going to take LSU 
Oh, wow. Oh, I'll step into this breach yeah. right here. It's seven points. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable. I'd like to see it go up a little bit, but I'm taking Yale. Okay. I think Mike. all the numbers that say their defense is bad, which it is bad, are based a lot in the fact that they don't force turnovers. They kind of they don't put that super on ball pressure, but they limit. They do a really good job defensive rebounding. I think they mm-hmm. limit LSU's chances right there. They make them take tough contested shots, and then they score some points on offense. Yeah. Give me Yale they, to cover. They have decent size. They they might be able to to handle what else you can throw at them. Yeah, I think I think Yale was terrible earlier in the season uh, defensively. I think they really turned it around in conference. I think they found their special sauce. So I'm going to go with Yale to cover, but LSU to win. Um, I think I like LSU okay. in a one possession oh, game. Man. Louisville and Minnesota is our next matchup. It's a 10-7. Or seven ten, however you want to put it. Louisville is the seven seed. Obviously, everyone's talking about how you know Patino. The Patino Bowl. Yo. I don't, <laughs> do you do you think that I Rick Patino, like he's finished with the Greek season, he just won a championship, right? Do you think that oh, he I is just that. like? Good job. I think. Wow. Do, you, do you think that he is just like dedicated time with his son for scouting? Let me just tell you something. That's what everyone's throwing out there, but. It's a completely different Louisville team. What does Rick Pitino know about Jordan War? What, well, no, what does he I know mean, about Kristen Cunningham? I mean, just overall just scouting. Him, I'm, not, I'm not talking about just like the current team, like tendency. I'm just talking about, about the, the fans. He's like, oh, watch out for the guy who sits on the no, second no, row. No, no, no. I mean, just dedicating bench. time like as another coach who wants to give his that son pointers. Great. I mean, Rick Pitino was a pretty good coach. Some would say he was a Hall Still of Famer. Still is. Don't think he has magical <laughs> just insights won a championship in the Greek into... League. The Louisville team, except for VJ King, who, who I mean, uh, I, I I don't think VJ King's. No, that good. I, I'm not saying Louisville specific. I'm just thinking like, could you? I could just imagine yes. Rick Pitino staying up for like 72 hours at a time, just crunching Louisville tape, being like, "You bastard!" He is right, <laughs> right now. He's in one of those white houses in Mykonos watching tape. <laughs> yeah. He's missing the sunset, yeah, so that he can watch tape of Louisville. Just leaving his son like inappropriately. Inappropriately long voicemails, four and a half minute voicemails oh. about, look, 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 I was watching Malik hey, Williams. Richard, okay? Richard, let me, let me tell you <laughs> yeah. something, okay? He, Only goes right. He probably right. has his son's email password and it's just sending emails to the coaching staff <laughs> as his son. They're coming. It's like, wow, he's on, it's like he's in a different time zone. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's sending, he must be burning the candle at both ends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. Um, so anyways, Louisville, Minnesota. What, what are your thoughts? What do you guys, what do you guys know, if anything, about Minnesota? Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy. It seems Jordan like Murphy. he's been a talented big. Real good. Real good. Real good. NBA I, I, level player. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I so, also like Amir Coffee. Ooh, stud. What do you put up? Like 38 or something in the Big Ten tournament? In that win over uh, Purdue? Yeah. Was it? Was it? Yeah. So, it was something big. Big number. I mean, you got Oturu? Oturu? Oturu, Oturu Coffee, and Murphy are some big bodies down low. And that's their team, right? Is to mm-hmm. just pound it down in the post. They're not a good shooting team. Dreadful. Not a let's, good shooting let's, team at all. Let's just, we don't sugarcoat it. I, I mean, this is one of those teams. They're built off offensive rebounding, rebounding, and especially, especially getting to the line. I mean, they they shoot a lot of free throws. That's mm-hmm. how they get their points. So I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, okay, War will probably be guarding Murphy maybe down low or maybe Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how, what's that? Well, I would assume going? they would play Louisville. Play the two bigs, where they'll play Enoch and Malik Williams against Oturu and Jordan Murphy. That's how I think it'll match up. I also oh, here's my angle. Okay. I think Minnesota has been pretty softish this year, or they have not fared well against your strong, tough, physical Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the resume. 
Yeah, they're getting wins over Purdue. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, these As you would say, congratulations. Yeah. That's what you Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You started to know me too well. <laughs> like, yeah, great. They have the Northwestern wins. But when they're playing teams like, I don't know, Michigan State, Michigan, they're just getting thumped. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Did they play any of those teams close? I don't feel like they did. I, I, okay, I got it right now. Lost right. to Michigan by two away. Okay, that's good. Um, lost to Michigan by a million in, in the conference tournament just recently. Mm-hmm. They got crushed by Michigan State. Uh, I know that was on the road. But I don't know. I think Louisville is playing really tough basketball their last four games, maybe more. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to re- remember them in my head. What, what is the I, line I just feel right like now? they're playing tough, like yeah. strong, physical, locked in Louisville's... defensively. They're gonna, I think they're just going to beat the heck out of Minnesota, and they're mm-hmm. going to win this game. Yeah. Louisville, I think. Go ahead. I'm just going to read the line. The line Louisville's now? laying five points. Louisville's laying five. I thought yeah. it was yeah. six to start. That's I guess a big number. That is a lot of it points. That's more five. than I would it have It looks expected. like it's still five, mm. well, maybe four and a half, depending mm. on the I book. guess I was wrong. I mean, outside looking in, it looks like Louisville's really struggling. I think they've only won two of their last six. You know, yeah. um, They've played some tough teams, except for Boston College, um, who beat um, Minnesota earlier in the year. Um yeah, my only concern picking Louisville is that I'm not sure who guards Amir Coffey. Jordan Wara is not a good defender. Dwayne Sutton is one of the worst defenders in America. Um, so I'm really not sure who covers, <laughs> you know, Amir Coffey. Um, I think that, you know, Louisville puts him in the washing machine all day and just pick and rolls him with Christian Cunningham and Enoch and Malik Williams and Jordan Wara. Um, you know, I think when I look at, uh, you know, Minnesota defensively, they are not a great team at defending jump shots, and they're not a great team at defending the pick and roll. And I think that is the crux of Louisville's offense. So I like them to get out and score lots of points, and I, I like them by 10 or so. Yeah, I also like the fact that Louisville will probably play a restricted pack and um, just dare Minnesota for the perimeter. I, I think they're going to make Minnesota make really tough shots. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. going to be a question of, like, does Minnesota get the foul calls when they miss a tough contested, like, you know, 12-foot shot or something yeah. like that. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think the the pounded inside game is going to quite be there for Minnesota that they have kind of relied upon. I think it'll offense. be there. I think they'll get their points there. It's just going to be a matter of, like, it, it's going to be hard. Yeah, mm. Malik Williams is a skilled – He's a great shot Skilled blocker. paint mm-hmm. defender. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. if I, he's going to be matched up with Jordan Murphy, I don't really right. love that matchup for, right. for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, same. Okay. So, yeah, I do. I Picks. also like Louisville. Yeah. Taylor? I'll go Louisville by I'll 10. I'll take Louisville. All right, let's go to wow the next game. We've got our final one of the East in round one. Michigan State and Bradley don't have too much to say here. Uh, Bradley, of course, uh, your Missouri Valley representative uh, as a 15 seed. One of the weaker 15 seeds in my mind, considering that Montana's a 15 and uh, Colgate's a 15 as well. So, mm. I don't know. Where are they? The third 15? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Michigan State by a million. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's the line. Nineteen Seconded. doesn't matter. It's gonna be a thirty and a half. Thirty point win. I won't Michigan be betting State. against the spread in this <laughs> stupid game, but that's yeah. a rule of Taylor. Wow. See, that's what that's Taylor's story. His Man, story is guys, never go. I hate those. On the big I, ones. I hate them. I, I don't bet ones and twos. I don't bet bet these games traditionally. So yeah, I mean, I probably won't. Probably bet it's probably a safe a safe uh, you know inclination. There's yeah. a two game that I really really want to go for. Okay, and it's coming up a little bit later on. All but right. uh, we're gonna go to the next region, the South. We're going clockwise. So veer right. 
Okay, we're going to open up with the one seed in the south, which is the Virginia Cavaliers. They're going to be taking on Gardner-Webb. Everyone's going to be wanting to take Gardner-Webb in this game, but uh, it's going to be an awful matchup for them, in my opinion, because they're just so bad at guarding dribble penetration and kicking out. Kyle Guy's going to have a field day in my mind. I think he'll be able to just rein them in. Now, could they uh, cover the spread because Virginia is forced to play lineups that I'm not too high on at times? Potentially. I have I see no chance that they keep this within single digits like a lot of people are going to try to make the case for. So I, I will take them to cover, what is it, 24? Yeah, 24, 23 and a half. I think Virginia wins by about 21. Mm. And that's where I stand. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen UVA cover a first half as a one seed. I've bet on a lot of those games, and I don't, I don't think I've seen them cover a single first half as a one seed. So I might go, uh, you know, first half Gardner Webb, you know, second half UVA. I won't be betting on this game, of course, but uh, I mean, yeah, I'll take UVA. Yeah, I, you know, it's a game for the birds, but. Does it matter that it's in Columbia, South Carolina, right? And Gardner Webb is a little bit closer. How many fans are going to make the trip from North Carolina down? I don't care. Jay's okay. <laughs> one of the best road teams in the country. So Gardner Webb, probably the best 16 seed in the tournament. Also, don't care. And gosh, you're, tr- you're triggering Luke. Over can here. I tell you something? <laughs> you know, you, you've all been in different places. Mike's been in his bunker, you know, above the rim. I don't know where mm-hmm. Taylor's been. Uh, I, I, Guthrie, you'll tell me where you've been momentarily. But you know where I've been? I've been in the House of Commons pretty much with the UVA fan base. I'm a faction leader. There's been a lot of shouting back and forth between the fan base. It has been an absolute marathon of a drill. Um, So that's where I'm coming from with this Virginia team. And I'm so sick of so many UVA takes out there. There's the old man UVA caucus who I'm dealing with. And then there's also the old man they gave us the worst 16 seed. I'm like, shut up. It's a 16 seed. They're going to win. Let's move on. Ole Miss, Oklahoma. Ooh, man. Ole Miss. Now, Taylor, you have some long family history in Oxford, Mississippi. I'm sorry I spoke poorly about Mississippi earlier. I forgot (laughs) that your your entire bloodline is from there. Um, My father texted me. Well, no, you meant it. You knew. No, no, I did mean it. I wasn't wrong. I mean, I'm just sorry. Don't don't pretend like you didn't know exactly what you were doing. Do you you want to talk a little bit about Ole Miss? I mean, I I know that they're they're near and dear to your heart. Um, you, You had obvious uh, hot takes about Mississippi State, um, which seems like blasphemy. But what about Ole Miss? How do you think they fare against uh, the formerly hot Oklahoma team? Yeah, I think I kind of like both these teams, and I think um, Kermit really? Davis has done a really job with really good job with Ole Miss. Um, they ended the, their SEC season pretty poorly yeah they definitely um, stumbled down the stretch yeah yeah losers of four of their last six yeah right. four of their last seven five of their last seven right god it gets worse and worse <laughs> yeah, it does get worse. i mean they had a three-game losing streak two two of them were tennessee kentucky but arkansas in the middle and south carolina before that mm. then lose to alabama in the tournament so not a great finish um i you know i think that they are kind of s- sneaky good uh, I've already said that, but I I don't like, if you look at the numbers, they are just pretty good shooters. They have two really good three-point shooters, Devontae Shuler and Tyree, and um, the, these got, those are two of their biggest like minutes players. They don't play a lot of bench minutes. You'll see mm-hmm. that same rotation. They get a lot of their points um, 
from it's pretty average point spread, so it's not like they're taking a bunch of threes, but they do have some good shooters. I I actually kind of think I like Oklahoma in this game. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I also like Oklahoma. Mississippi. That was a long conversation about Mississippi to and say then, that you like Oklahoma. I, well, I was, I, I was like Classic. in my head. I was like racking my brain. I could hear myself talking. I was like, what am I gonna? How am I gonna bring this home yeah. to say like? I just I didn't have a reason. Yeah, didn't I didn't have it. a reason to pick them. And I Guthrie, to why do you like so Oklahoma? I, I, you know, there's a time when I loved the Rebels. They were one of the best teams. ATS against the spread. Right, Jaffe. I'm, I'm, I mean, Oklahoma is also one of the best teams. ATS. It's true. It's true. They both both teams. But uh, Mississippi has stumbled down the stretch. Um, I I love Oklahoma in this game. They've been playing much better as of late. I think they have the best player on the floor in Christian James. Uh, he was completely, you know, he he hit that like, you know, uh, longest two imaginable against West Virginia to not tie it and lose by one in the tournament, which is oh. a heartbreaker. Mm. You have to think that Lon Kruger is going to get them ready for this game, and uh, you know, Chris, uh, Christian Doolittle and Manic. I think they have a lot of talent on this team. Mm-hmm. I think I think they cover this easily. What about wow. you? What about you, Luke? I could not disagree more. Yeah, bring, bring I'm, I'm in on um, Ole Miss, and I'll tell you why. First of all, I, I have been very vocal about not liking the Big 12 this year. I think the SEC is much stronger. And if we look at like stumbling down the stretch, yeah, you can say Ole Miss lost games. They were losing to Kentucky and Tennessee and teams of that caliber. Mm-hmm. That happens. You look at Oklahoma, I mean, awful road team, right? Their road wins are TCU and Oklahoma State this year, and that's pretty much it. And like they're stumbling against Baylor, Iowa State, West Virginia on multiple occasions. I just don't think the Big 12's top was as good as the SEC's top this year. So, I mean, I'm not too worried about Ole Miss's end of the year resume. And also, I think that Tyree lives at the line. I think he'll get fouled. I think that he'll go to the line. And I think he's going to just have a field day. If you want to make a case, too, for, for Mississippi, I mean, they're. They turn the ball over, or they force turnovers, excuse me, at a pretty good rate, and they play like a kind of trappy kind of zone that morphs a lot. And they, and like Oklahoma scores a lot out of the ISO ball. And even though they don't turn the ball over much, if you want to make a case for Mississippi, you'd say that that defense is going to kind of confuse Oklahoma or show them something they haven't seen. And because they're not, maybe they're not like a team whipping passes around all the time, they're not going to be able to take advantage of Mississippi the way that other teams might. That's mm-hmm. my case. I will take Oklahoma first half, but not for the game. Hmm. Mike. Um, what's the line, Guthrie? One. Uh, One. Yeah, so we're seeing uh, Mississippi laying two points. Okay, so money, Ole Miss com- a two point money coming in on Ole Miss. That's right. Mm-hmm. In the the Kermit Davises. Did it start with Oklahoma's it favorite? It looks like it's two, and it's it it opened at two. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So, um, <clears throat> I you know I look at Ole Miss and I see a team that hasn't beaten another team with a winning record outside of Auburn um, in in 2019. Um, you know they they beat up on Georgia, they beat up on Missouri. Um, I I like the way that Oklahoma was, was playing when I when I picked them to beat Kansas. I think they had a tough matchup against Kansas State, and they beat a, West, a motivated West Virginia team. Um, I I agree with Guthrie here. I am going to be all over Oklahoma on this one. This one wow. is probably right. my lock of the day. Mm. Um, I, Unbelievable. I don't I don't like Ole Miss in this matchup. I like Oklahoma. Um, so give me Absolutely. the Sooners. Absolutely. Mm. All right. What's and next? Taylor likes Oklahoma too, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, right? Island. Island, Island living over there for Luke. <laughs> it's okay. I have no feel for eight nine matchups, so you guys are probably right. Tough. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, like a categorically a thing yeah. for you. Yeah. So take right. take heed, audience. Just go with Oklahoma. It's yeah. the right play. Wisconsin, Oregon. Ooh. What's so, the line here, Guthrie? So oh, this man, this is I, I the keep... only line where you actually have the like twelve uh, is the favorite. The twelve is the favorite. Uh I'm seeing I'm seeing Wisconsin minus one. Oh, it's now minus one, Wisconsin? It started as Wisconsin minus one. Minus Didn't one and it a half. move to Oregon as the, as the um, favorite? Vegas Insider okay. has it. He, hearing people talk in Vegas this week over the past couple of days, this this game is seeing the most action by far out of any game well, it moved, on the opening slate. It moved immediately to Oregon as the favorite, right? Maybe it's yeah. back now or it's going right. to end as a pick I don't know. There but. has been an inordinate amount of money bent on Oregon. Um, I think this is a stay away. It's going to be tricky. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. I'm going to be all over Oregon. I can't go all against right. the public. They have been hot, hot as absolute hell yeah. the, last, the last few weeks. I'm going to be all over Oregon. I think I think Wisconsin is floundering a bit. I think that their three-point shooting was always a bit inflated. Um, yeah, Ethan Happ and what he's gone through this year, I know that he's he's a crafty player, but you know, I just I don't like him in this matchup, especially against – a team like Oregon that's going to slow them down and protect the paint. I mean, absolutely. I I just I really like Oregon in this matchup. So give me give me the Ducks. Great, I can't great. I can't believe I'm picking a Pac-12 team. No, no yeah. I, I know. I, I'm and I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. I'm 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 there. Give me the Ducks. <laughs> give me the Ducks. Absolutely. They have rim protectors. They have athletic yeah. bigs. Yeah. Wisconsin is a terrible shooting team. I I don't I don't see it. Yeah. Give me, give me the only Pac-12 team to advance to the round of 32. I can't believe it. I'm with you guys, too. I just don't trust Wisconsin away from the Cole Center. Wow. You what guys, okay, you? well. Anywhere. I don't care if it's neutral. I'm going to be all over Wisconsin. All right. <laughs> Island, I, hello, Island I man. don't care they won the Pac-12. It's still, it's Oregon, for goodness <laughs> sakes. It's Oregon. What can I tell you? And Wisconsin is still the an elite defense. You said that with a straight face. Yeah. They are elite at taking charges. That counts. That counts, baby. Uh, I still think the defense is really good. I think the offense, you know, Oregon depends on getting some turnovers. The offense is going to handle the ball or, you know, get some looks. Might be tough. I trust in Ethan. Give me Wisconsin. Man, that was a terrible argument. Guys, if that didn't convince you, any listener out there to take Oregon, look, go with the public on this. There's nothing worse Kenny than being in a room full of Oregon Kenny fans and being against them. Kenny eat Ethan Happ's lunch. He's going to eat and it up. And then his dinner. It's okay. not. It's going to be ugly. He's gonna Ethan eat. Happ is, is going to score like six points. How many Oregon fans do we run into do we see any apparel on our trip i say no over under like one person oh right? no oregon. oh no they're everywhere they're oregon all, fans overly. are so annoying they're are you always be on east coast they're all gonna be in the west coast they're yeah, always this, this game they're it's worth out. mentioning this is in san jose it's in san jose it's practically a home game for oregon no, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that i'm talking about in our experience oh i know where we're the sports book yeah. we're gonna be in they're still gonna be are there are you gonna be sporting princeton or jmu attire oh that's or a just, great question or i don't um, know <sighs> Why not both? I don't know. Yeah, maybe Taylor I'll will just be wearing some NC State gear, just you know, as yeah. a yeah, as I'm, a victim. I'm just gonna wear my ACC basketball uh, degenerates T-shirt. That's the team. That's, that's that's the, I'll the be wearing right a CJ Bryce jersey. Maybe you know we should all wear our, our ACC B-ball degen shirt, so we'll look like a bachelorette party. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we have enough. They're gone. Uh, yeah, that's true. You lost yours? Uh, yes. What? Did you really? 
I sent one to a. Uh, oh, we sent one to a listener. Did and you? You wore sti- it first. Though. We still owe a listener T-shirts, and I was no like, way. Really? Yeah, and I'm just like, sorry, yeah. man, I'm gonna have to get you T-shirts when we order them again, which we <laughs> never have. And we that should was send him a gift card. Three months ago. They have a uh, gift card. Gift card yeah, to the we'll send ACC B-ball Gens online store. Yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. soon. I like the idea of a gift card to Lids. I like Let's the idea of... <laughs> Is that store still in business? I don't know. It should be. I like the idea of the matching shirts. Maybe Mike can wear the tiara. Yeah. yeah. On to the next game. Sorry for, you know, the little... Little tangent. Yeah, the tangent. Uh, we've got Kansas State and we've got UC Irvine. Oh, man. Everybody <sighs> hates Kansas State. Yeah, everyone I, yeah. does. Why? Is, it, will Dean Wade oh, be ha- playing? Oh, you Dean Wade, I think Dean Wade is back. Year. He's playing. There, People have cited him in a boot. I think he's he is good to go though. Okay, oh. it's just precautionary. What is the line right now? Can I ask a legitimate question? Yes. Why does everybody think that Kansas State depends on Dean Wade? Yeah, they're they're <laughs> Why without does him. Everybody think he's that crucial. He's like the fulcrum to throw out a Taylor word. I yeah. don't see that at all. He's he's always out. I yeah, mean, they've learned to play without him. him. And they're like, oh my god, is Dean Wade can play? <laughs> what are we gonna do? It's it doesn't matter. He's okay. Yeah, we're gonna miss your little. Uh, 12-foot baseline Jays jump shots. Great. Yeah, he can dunk a little bit, though. Okay, yeah. No, I give it to him. I think he's he's a terrific shooter. He's very very efficient offensively, and he's you know pretty agile for a 6'10 big yeah. man. <laughs> I always forget that he's 6'10. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so the line is Kansas State's laying five points against the Anteaters that, that And that's probably come down. I imagine a lot of people have taken Irvine. Irvine known as a, you know, Strong defensive team. I think they're like one of the top teams in the country in terms of letting, limiting two-point uh, opponent field goal percentage, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Number one. Doesn't matter. I don't think They've it matters. Won 30 games. In 30 games, people are like all about the win totals this year. You know, anyways, um, I'm going to be all over Kansas State in this game. I, I What's actually, the line? Five. 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 I, I think that Kansas State is actually pretty good. Um, you know, I, I, I saw them struggle a little bit against TCU and saw them turn it on the Big 12 tournament. That was kind of all I needed to see. I don't really see this game being that different. Um, I'm not going to bet against uh, Cartier, Diara, and Brown, you know, just cutting them up. I, I just, I don't see it. I mean, people love UC Irvine, though. So, you know, and I watched one game at UC Irvine again, and I said, never again. Never going to bet you again. <laughs> no, and I- I'm not going to do it. <laughs> So. I really like Kansas State, too. I'm with Mike on this one. I'm looking for any excuse to take UC Irvine just because I hate Kansas State. <laughs> how, could, how is UC Irvine going to score? Five points doesn't sound like that, enough to me. UC Irvine is an elite defensive team. That's that's what this, everybody says. This no, game, Kansas State, Kansas State, State is, is an elite defensive oh, team. I completely agree. UC no Irvine argument. Is, is not elite, but they're very good. Oh, they're not waiting. elite. Guthrie is so ready to talk about the under right now. The Anteaters, my friend, are going to cover five points. Max Hazard. Oh, tell me. This, tell this, me. Max Hazard. This is happening. This so is happening. You have this to team... make an argument for them to win the game if you're going to tell me that they're going to cover five points because it's pretty much the same thing. You're so, in the same conversation. Yeah, so you can make an argument. I, I, yeah, so you can make an argument. Okay. Um, they, they are totally comfortable with a slow pace of play, mm-hmm. similar to Kansas State. I don't think they're, they're, they're not going to be worried about being sped up. Mm-hmm. They're going to get into their offensive sets, and they're going to play solid defense. I'm not going to pretend like I've watched a UC Irvine game this season. <laughs> really? Right? You haven't? I've, I've watched two or three. Okay. All right. I've watched there two or three. There you um, go. They're huge. I mean, they're, they're, they're a team. At least they seem big on TV. Maybe it's just because they're playing like UC Riverside or something, you know? Um, but, but anyways, um, I, I like their rim protection. 
And Kansas State is not a good shooting team. So that, to me, does favor UC Irvine. Mm, okay. But I, I still don't really understand how they score baskets. So maybe we can... They also don't shoot free throws. They don't get to the line. Yeah, no. it's true. Yeah, so I just I don't really see it. But I'll be on Kansas State on this and... You know, maybe it'll be one of those things where maybe I should watch the first half and then go second half. What's the, what's the over under? Because I think maybe the under is the play here. Yeah, it's it's one twenty one nineteen. Oh, so it's the second lowest besides mm. the Wisconsin. Yeah, game. It's pretty it's pretty low. Wow. I I still think the so. Under that's is why it's only five. That's why it's only yeah. five. Taylor, where yeah. are you? Make your pick mm. quickly. I'm gonna go Kansas State. Okay, Guthrie's Island. All right, everybody. Oh. Does everybody have an island? Give me yet? the anteaters. Okay. Um, Villanova St. Mary's the six eleven. Can I change my pick? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to be it. on the Andy. I know it's just Join more me. fun. Yeah, it's just Join more fun. Me. No one wants. I to made be a great argument against UC Irvine. I think I was pretty indignant. I regret that. Those are the type of takes that you should always bet against. So I'm switching now. I'm in a better frame of mind. UC Irvine. Oh, you were just overthinking this right now. Yeah. Okay. No. Let's All go right. on Villanova St. Mary's. Villanova, you're. Big East champions and Big East tournament champions. The Big East tournament was one of the worst spectacles I think I've seen in you know in big time college basketball tournaments in the last decade. Can we agree on that? It was a wonk fest. Uh, I don't know. It seemed exciting. Like the Marquette scene Hall game seemed pretty fun. Was there any doubt in your mind that Marquette was going to choke? Ah, uh, well the. The ejections and everything. I don't know. Kind of the Big East five. I kind of like it. Okay, fine. It's kind of into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marcus Howard is a so small. Breaking that'll, up. Be, that'll be a separate conversation. Um, what so, is the line, Guthrie, on this? I believe, Sorry, I, it's, I believe it's a five-point line. Yeah, five. people are all over St. Mary's, Yeah, I, I think. This game, outside of the Oregon game, I think is experienced the most movement. Um, actually, yeah, the Kansas five, five and a half, depending on the book. It's, Who it looks is like the... it, uh, Villanova's laying five. Okay. And I think they opened at seven. Is that right? Uh, Vegas Insider has it opening at five. Oh, okay. It's a bad matchup for Villanova. However, sometimes it's just wise to take the better team. And like, how much stock are we going to put into that St. Mary's Gonzaga game? The public is, is thinking that St. Mary's has been that salad and that sound all season long that's not been the case mm-hmm. i've watched them about twice this year so i don't really have a great grasp but yeah I'll, I'll definitely go with phil and over here mm-hmm. um like five is not enough phil, i'm you know phil booth 2020 that's, mm-hmm. that's me um yeah i do like the fact that the game is in connecticut from villanova's perspective yeah uh but uh st mary's is winning this game wow jordan ford is the truth they are a very solid defensive team, a highly underrated defensive team. Randy Bennett has done an absolutely terrific job this season. I I, I love St. Mary's here, honestly. Oh. There, people are talking about how, uh, you know, it's a travesty that, you know, Gonzaga lost to them in the championship and they, don't, they never play anyone, blah, blah, blah. They've had a very solid season and they are a very good offensive team. They could really yeah. score the ball. I'm with Guthrie. I'm taking St. Mary's here. Villanova's. This is not the Villanova that everybody thinks. I mean, I know yeah. they're still good, but it's too inconsistent. I think five points is a lot of value to get for St. Mary's here. Yeah, even with them flying I, all the way. I agree. Uh, it's. In, I mean, Villanova takes threes at one of the highest rates in the country, and St. Mary's. And they're very good def- um, on the perimeter, and and St. Mary's limits three point attempts, allows the lowest three point attempts 
nearly in the country, top ten in that. So it's going to be very interesting if they run him off the three point line or force him into taking like more difficult shots. I'm interested to see how that plays out, and I'm going to say that it's enough with the five points. Give me same. I just really worry about Villanova pulling away from teams. I know five is not that much. But how many games have we watched Villanova that have gone to overtime? They have been a a one possession win or loss. It feels like it's every single week. And both these teams play super slow, so that's also why you know you might if it feels low to you. It's I'm, five, with, I'm on the right. Gales. I'm with you too. But there's Mike's Island. All right, there we go, Villanova. I'll take your defending champion to win the first round game. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, we are on to we're almost done with uh, part one of the podcast. Uh, we got Cincinnati and oh, pardon me, we have. Purdue Old Dominion next. The three fourteen. Luke, you love Purdue. Ooh. No, I, I, this is the time to strike on a double digit seed, and it's time to go money line, perhaps. Oh, so what's the line? Thirteen. Purdue's lane thirteen. <sighs> There's just so much value there to not throw a flyer. Yeah. Money line flyer ODU. I don't know if I'm taking both. the money line. I would do both. Definitely taking them to cover. They. That's too many. That's so many points. Uh Jeff Jones. Um. Good coach, and I think ODU has a good defense. The thing that you should worry about if you're going to pick them right is their offense is egregious, but they have really good like individual shot makers like BJ Stith, um, and I think that I think they'll stay in this game. I think I'll hang in there, so that's why I'm picking ODU. <laughs> and I think all you have to do with Purdue is make them have. Sp- Make them play around Carson Edwards in some way. Yeah, which is easier said get, than done. Get Carson Edwards. I mean, that's really hard. Take, obviously, to take bad shots, it's going to happen, and he's just going to keep taking bad shots. Yes, it's happened. It's happened many times this season for Purdue. If ODU can lock down uh, Klein and and force Edwards to take like off balance shots at the end of the shot clock, this is going to look really bad for the Boilermakers. Like I, I I completely agree. Yeah, um, give me thirteen. Thirteen, 13 is way too many points. I think I this this is going to be a much tighter game. I think could be this could be a really ugly game. Wow, it's it's time, Mike. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Let's hear <laughs> the case. Let's hear the Purdue case. This is this is this is going to be the game that gets Purdue fans too hyped up, where they're going to win by like twenty five or thirty. Mm. They're going to be like Final Four, <laughs> baby, Final Four. Um, yeah, I just think that, you know, you guys talk about Carson Edwards. I think the key in this game is actually going to be Nojel Eastern. Um, he, he actually plays a bit of point forward for them. Imagine like a Anthony Mason style player. Um, and, and I think that he, he'll be the difference maker in that. And I think he'll allow Carson Edwards to work off ball a little bit. He'll distribute to Ryan Klein. I think, I think Purdue's just a little too big. This is not the matchup that I would have wanted for ODU. I just think it's, it's a, clash of styles and I don't think it's a game that ODU can control because they will not make enough shots to control the tempo of the game so I, mm. I as much as I like ODU I Purdue's going to run them off the floor here um, but ODU will not see the see through the rest of the tournament this will be their only win so there you go <laughs> so Purdue's only win. Yes, okay. oh, Purdue's okay. only okay. win. I'm sorry. I thought you, I thought you were. Uh, Maybe I wasn't. So clear you have Villanova in the Sweet Sixteen. There. Wow. Yeah. Really? I'm going Villanova Mr. Sweet Sixteen. Mr. Anti Big East all year. Yeah. Cincinnati Iowa. I don't want to watch a minute of this game. Oh, guys. Oh, contraire. Yeah. 
This is going to be the game. This might be the game of the weekend. This is going to be a good game. Country, what is the line right now? <laughs> oh, God, like I'm sorry. I was serious? too busy salivating thinking about it. Good job. <laughs> I've, been, I've been really dropping it. Cincinnati is laying three and a half points. Oh. It's only three and a half. Not enough. Wow. I feel like it would be Cin- closer. I thought it would be like a Cincy as your like was, one point favorite. I was not been playing very well. Cincy, on the other hand, my goodness. I'm going to be brief. Yeah, I'm with Guthrie here and say that um, the, the the open tryouts call from Mick Cronin, I think actually might have lit a fire into this team. I think they played well recently after that moment. Um, I, I like Fran McCaffrey's cabbage, which has been talked about a lot in my living room over the over the years. But um, I don't trust Iowa. I just don't, I don't trust. This team. I hate going with teams who I don't trust. I I don't have a feel for Iowa. All I can think of is Mike saying names like Luca Garza, <laughs> Tyler Cook, Jordy Bohannon. I still don't understand what I was about. But I like, and even though their offense is very good, it's their strength, I like Cincinnati's defense to take care of things. I think Cincinnati, the spread of their offense to Iowa's defense is too much. They'll stay in it, and so I'm going to take Cincinnati here. Hmm. Hmm. Cumberland is a total stud. He is a stud. Complete stud. Really, uh, the thing that scares me the most about this from a Bearcats perspective is Iowa's shooting ability. They have players that can definitely get hot. So if Moss is hitting shots, if Bohannon is getting open looks, which you you can against the matchup zone in Cincinnati, then it, it could spell trouble. But Cumberland is way too good. Cincy is way too good on the glass. Iowa has struggled keeping people off the boards all year. I, uh, To me, this is my lock maybe of the opening weekend. Like, Cincy is going to absolutely obliterate Iowa. Taylor, yeah. I'm on Cincinnati. Mike. Iowa money line. I've been waiting for Mike <laughs> not, to talk about how much he loves a, Iowa. That's all I want. No doubt in nothing, my mind. Nothing makes me happier Mike, than watch it, Mike just, like, doubt. stare into my <laughs> eyes, and I can just tell. Is this one of this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was mm-hmm. bad in the last podcast. I thought podcast. he was going to start off game. this podcast by being like, let no. me tell you why Iowa's going to win the national team. <laughs> also, Michael, I don't really know if it's a hammer to say money line when it's a three-point spread. Well, it deserves uh, to be closer, honestly, than three and a half. It should I probably thought it, be I thought, it'd be. I thought it'd be like seven for Cincinnati. Yeah. It, sh- I, honestly, it should I, be. I, way, I had it as Cincinnati minus seven. Um, but let me tell you, you know, I, I think that Cincinnati, this is a terrible matchup for Cincinnati because of what Guthrie just said. Mm. They are, they can get very hot from three. They This is a very good shooting team. Um, I, Jordan Bohannon is one of the best shooters in the country. I know that he's only shooting 38% this year, um, but he is a lights-out shooter. And Iowa actually has the size to compete with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's most important player outside of Cumberland is probably Brooks. And I, I actually think that, you know, as Iowa isn't, you know, they don't have quite the quality, but they will be able to draw fouls from Cincinnati. I think Tyler Cook will have a good game. I think Garza will be fine. But the the kind of wild card here is the bear cage, Nicholas Bear. I actually like him to show up in this game, and I think he's actually the difference maker. I, Brooks, I don't think, has the ability. He's going to pull Brooks away from the basket mm. and hit threes. I, I actually really like Iowa in this game for the upset. Well said. To the final game of part one of our podcast, Tennessee and Colgate, the two, 15. We don't have to talk too long mm. about this one. Colgate appeared in Mike's mid-major minute, just want to throw that out there, earlier on in the year. Mm. Congratulations to them. 
Yeah, good for them. Tennessee got their doors blown off by Auburn in the title game of the SEC championship. I do not know what happened there. Auburn hit a million threes and Tennessee was like twenty turnovers. Yeah, they were burned out from that. Can I tell you something I don't like about the Tennessee team? Sure. When things start going against them, they start just you know kind of hanging their head and getting the ball slowly from their basket as it goes through. I just I don't know if there's too much of a rallying. All right, enough of this, guys. Let's go. There's not enough urgency. Yeah, I mean, if they're down, I I just, I don't know. Against good teams, I don't see them really, you know, responding. That's that's down the road. They're going to win this game against Colgate, of course. But I just worry if they're in like a dogfight against uh, even Cincinnati or, I mean, name another team. I mean, it's a pretty good draw for Tennessee. Yeah, I think they have the easiest road to the Elite Eight only because Cincinnati won't be there in the second round. Um, <laughs> otherwise, I would take I would take Cincinnati maybe to beat Tennessee if they were playing. Mm. Um, you just don't think it's going to happen. So. But I don't think they're going to get to play each other. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think Tennessee's. I, I look at who they have: Villanova, St. Mary's, Purdue. All these just teams that I are like just soft as ice cream. Tennessee is going to <laughs> absolutely wreck Villanova though if they play them. Uh, yeah. I'd be more worried about the Cincinnati game, but if they play Villanova, I mean, you can might as well book your tickets. Yeah, the Cincinnati game would be Louisville. very close. I would lean Cincinnati. But. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I'm saying. But um okay. Looks like uh I got uh what what's our line? So Tennessee is laying 17 and a half, 18. Not one enough. Or one Take Tennessee. Two. Take Tennessee, yeah. Not enough. All the way to the back. Yeah. Not enough. I really do want to make a case for Colgate, but uh, it's it's going to be real hard. It's going to be a real hard game for him. Taylor? <laughs> real tough game. Tennessee. Sure. Uh, real tough. That's going to wrap up uh, part one of our preview. Just went through the East and the South. Coming up next, the Midwest and the West. Stay tuned. Part two. Check it out. <laughs>